This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. It's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Bendis joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Yo, happy Thursday. The Jason Walker Show. Major Mortgage Man Cave. Back. Loving it. Voice is slowly starting to return to normal, which is good for some and not good for others. But we're uh, we're back. Big show today. Um, we've got news out of the Big Sky. Or do we? We have news out of the Double A for uh, sports. We also have um, Dave Thorvalson going to join us. Carroll College women's soccer coach. And uh, the frustrations of moving this falls to the spring uh, with the Cascade Conference with soccer. And uh, let's see what else. Oh, in just a couple of minutes, we're going to be joined by Cy Miller. Cy threw a no-hitter yesterday along with Tyler Tenney for the uh, Helena Senators. They are just about set to play uh, game two of their State Legion baseball tournament uh, down in Billings against uh, uh, Kalispell Lakers today. But Cy Miller will join us. He tossed five no-hit innings yesterday. And that is uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes here on the Jason Walker Show, where you can watch live on Facebook. You can uh, go to the Jason Walker Show. You can watch live on Twitter, at Sports. You can uh, YouTube it as well. TreasureStateRadio.com, I believe we are back. Thank you, guys. Uh, also, Podbean, Network One Sports. And, uh, of course, if you missed any of what I just said, go to JasonWalkerShow.com. And uh, we'll get you taken care of um, on where to where to listen and watch. Okay. All right. So we're going to start as we do every day our COVID update, and uh, I feel like we we should get some music for this, like uh, some type of music. We'll work on that. Uh, Montana had a hundred and what seventy four new cases as it's loading up. We are uh, one hundred seventy three new cases. I'm sorry. We are now at. Uh, 1,573 active, 2,964 recovered, 65 unfortunate deaths, 87 active hospitalizations, and uh, they did 2,691 tests yesterday uh, reported. 611 in Yellowstone County where the State Legion Baseball Tournament's going on, uh, 244 in Bighorn, 161 up in the Flathead. Lewis and Clark County was 70. So that is our update. On the COVID, which we do each and every day as we get started here on the Jason Walker Show. Don't forget, you can always uh, chime in. You can email at jasonwalkersports at gmail.com. Podbean, you can uh, call in. You can also uh, message. And uh, however you want to get a hold of us on the Twitter. Okay? 
All right, so um, the Big Sky maybe has some news. It came out today, uh, a couple of hours ago. There were some massive contradictory reports. Nicole Auerbach from The Athletic said that the Big Sky had not made the decision. The uh, vote coming at four, which is happening right now, four Mountain Time. Um, But there were some reports that the Big Sky had canceled its football season. That has not happened yet. We're hoping to have, we'll probably have a result tomorrow, is my guess. Um, Because if they're voting now, and it's not just for football, it's for all fall sports. But if Big Sky football does not happen at all, that puts a serious damper on the FCS playoffs as a whole because there's 13 schools in the Big Sky Conference. There are approximately 70 uh, right now that want to play. If the Big Sky drops those 13, there's a good chance there's no FCS playoffs because that brings it to a, that 50% threshold is huge to keep an eye on because it have to have 50% or more to have a playoff. And if the Big Sky does not play football, then there is a good chance that there's no playoffs because it's about 50.5%. It's interesting. It's absolutely crazy to keep an eye on, and we will. Hopefully we'll have an update a little bit later on. We'll have an update, too, on the AA, what they want to do in football and other sports. It's, it's nuts. And it does not bode well for high school sports. More on that coming up. Yesterday, down in Billings, Cy Miller... Tyler Tenney combined on a no-hitter as the Helena Senators defeated the uh, Great Falls Chargers in the opening round of the State AA Legion Baseball Tournament. And uh, Cy Miller, who had five of those no-hit innings, had a chance to catch up with him as they were uh, at the ballpark getting ready for a game that's going on now against Kalispell. And uh, Cy joins us now here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right, man. Uh, first off, congratulations. This is pretty cool deal. Um, you couldn't throw the perfecto like Rudy Barkley did last year, though, man. Yeah, <laughs> not quite, but we were close. You were close. Uh, a couple of walks, but uh, uh, to throw a no hitter, and I know it's not your solo no hitter, as uh, uh, Mr. Tenney helped you out a little bit too. But take me through the process yesterday. Did, did you did you feel good in warm ups? Yeah, I felt good in warm ups. My arm felt great all day and then really going into the game like in the fourth and fifth inning I didn't know and then as soon as I came out I realized that when I was looking up while Penny was pitching I realized they had a zero in the hits columns so that was pretty cool um some guys know if they're if they're doing this you didn't know like you said until the till the end so um obviously no nervousness but what what felt so good on the mound what was working so well for you um, and obviously the connection with the with your catcher too. Uh, I was just locating my off speed really well, and I had good command of the fastball. And you know, catcher was stealing some pitch, some calls for me too, <laughs> helping me out behind the dish, which was nice. Um, this is this your first one? Yeah, this is my first one. Uh, it's pretty cool, uh, nonetheless. And then of course with uh, Tenny helping you out. Um, I, I read your quote in uh, 406mtsports.com that you trust him coming uh, in, in to, uh, to, to close the deal down. Yeah. Yeah, I have a lot of trust in him. He's he's crazy out of the bullpen. His <laughs> off-speed is just disgusting. And 
Yeah, I've had a lot of faith in him. I've played with him for a few years now, and mm. he just proves himself time and time again why he's so good out of the pen. Cy Miller joining us, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline, part of a uh, combined no-hitter yesterday in the first uh, game for the Senators in the state tournament. Uh, obviously, no bigger time to throw one than in, at the state tournament, right? Right, yeah, it was that was huge. Gives us a lot of momentum, and the guys were going crazy when we got back to the hotel. <laughs> uh, this has been a tough year, Cy. Um, what's it mean to be able to go out and help the team like this? Because it is a, such a great team sport. The individual accolade falls on you for throwing the, the five innings of the no-hitter, but what's it mean as as because of this season and because of everything that's been going on? Well, it means everything because, I mean, we were in question whether we'd actually get to play and whether we'd get to have state after we play the whole season. And just getting to play is what means the most to us. Cy Miller, our guest here at Jason Walker Show. It's super cool, man. And uh, um, I know you guys are getting ready for a big game today. What is it going to take to win state? Obviously, you can't go out and throw no-hitters all the time, but it'd be great if you could. I mean, four no-hitters yeah. at state would be great, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, we just got to stay strong in all three aspects of the game, fielding, hitting, and pitching. And if we play like we did yesterday, there's no reason we can't take it from whoever we're playing. All right, so what did you have pregame meal yesterday? Um, I didn't actually eat very well yesterday. I went in the game kind of feeling a little crappy, but um, just lots of water. It was hot. And water and Gatorade. Well, I was going to say, who's on the mound today? Uh, Hunter Lingren's on the mound for today. So Hunter needs to kind of follow what your script yesterday. Just don't eat a whole yeah. lot. Just stay hydrated. Yep. Is that is that what you guys discussed in the hotel? Yeah, I told him. I was like, just stay hydrated and you'll be fine. <laughs> uh, it's such a great park down there. I know you guys are bummed that you didn't get to play at Kendrick, but uh, Daler is such a beautiful field and a great facility. Um, there's a lot of memories and a lot of history at that stadium and, and back to Cobb Field days. Um, it's part of. It's pretty cool to be a part of that, isn't it? Yeah, it's awesome here. And like you said, it sucks we couldn't have it at Kendrick, but we can't have it at Kendrick. This is the next place I'd want it to be at. Why is that? I saw that quote from you. Uh, it's just such a great park. I mean, great facility, too. Um, you know, just It's got a different feel than a lot of other ballparks, and I, I know it's a pitcher's ballpark, too. So I like that yeah. aspect as well. That's great. Cy Miller joining us, uh, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. A couple final quick questions. I know you're getting ready. Uh, where are you at today in the field? Um, I'm not sure yet. We haven't really haven't talked to the coaches about that, but um, I guess we'll just see what the whole plan is. Uh, you guys got a, a tough one today with uh, with the Lakers of Kalispell. Um, you've seen them a bunch before. What's it going to take to beat them today? You just got to put the ball in play and string hits together in a good manner so we can push some runs across early and play some good defense behind Lingren today. Uh if he throws a no-hitter, if he goes the distance and throws a no-hitter, is, is his bigger than yours? Oh, I think so, yeah. If he does it all on his own, it's definitely bigger than mine would that was. Um, it's cool, man. Five innings of a no-hitter. It, it happens a lot. I know that uh, uh, you know because of the run rule and things like that, you actually were happy to get pulled because um, the 80-pitch limit for you, because if you had gone one more pitch, 
you would have had to wait four days to pitch, and you wouldn't have been able to pitch anymore in the state tournament. So this is big because now you, Cy, are able to come back in a couple of days if they need you in relief. Exactly. Yeah, I was I was hoping they would because I, like, I talked to the coaches about it before, and they said, if you're rolling, we might send you the whole game. And I was like, well, I don't want to do that because I want to pitch again if we need it. So. It's pretty awesome, man. Um, and obviously no college plans yet, but uh, um, where would you like to go? Um, I would like to – I'm not really sure. I just – it's tough with all the COVID stuff and not knowing what's coming next. But I I think I would like to go the JUCO route and then just see where I can go from there. It's pretty cool. Um, big no-hitter. And uh, it, it's – like I said, they don't happen every day, man. Enjoy it. And I saw you gave the ball to Tenny. Why didn't you keep one of the game balls? Oh uh, no, we had we had two game balls. They okay. got us another okay. one. I'm I'm happy for that because I was worried, man. I was like, dude, you threw a no hitter. Why didn't you keep it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Sai. Yeah, I had two, and I just gave him one one of the other ones. I know you got to get ready for the game. It's coming up, but uh, congratulations. Appreciate the time. And uh, it's super sweet. You threw a no-hitter. And uh, hopefully you guys can close the deal today and uh, come back again and get a big uh, state championship this week. Yeah, that's that's our hope. Thank you. Appreciate it, Cy. Take care, man. Thank you, you too. Cy Miller tossed the no-hitter yesterday. Five innings of a no-hitter. And uh, Tyler Tenney with the the back two. But the uh, Senators with a win over the Chargers of Great Falls. Great Falls stayed alive today. Uh, They knocked out Missoula in a loser outplay, so they'll stay alive. The seven seed knocking out the six, two seed Kalispell taking on the uh, or two seed Helena taking on three seed Kalispell right now down in Billings in uh, the state double A, and then uh, the four seed is uh, that other team Billings uh, the five seed beat the four seed, so uh, Billings Royals beat the Scarlet, so the Royals take on Bozeman today and uh, 7 o'clock tonight. That's the uh, Bozeman first game, the defending champs, and the one seed. So pretty cool. Congratulations to uh, to Cy and uh, the Senators. That's uh, that's pretty sweet. But uh, I remember we had Rudy Barkley on last year after he threw his perfect game, and uh, he was pretty jacked. He's got great hair, too. These guys all have great hair. Jealous. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. When we do, we're going to check in soccer, Carroll College. No fall season. What's that mean for this spring? and fall everything. And uh, we'll talk to Coach Dave Thorvalson when we return here at Jason Walker Show. We'll also give you a Big Sky update, a double-A update on this day in history, the walk-off, all still coming up on a Thursday here inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major mortgage is a division of AMCAP mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings... Or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one? It feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. 
Call State Farm Agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show, Major Mortgage Man Cave on a Thursday. It is Thursday, right? I think it is. Uh, Sam Herger will join us tomorrow from uh, Hero Sports FCS. We might have a Big Sky Conference decision during this hour. Probably not. Their presidents are voting now about the fall sports season. Uh, on this day in history and more still coming up, I'll tell you what's going on in the AA as well. But uh want to uh, bring in our guest, next guest on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. He is the longtime coach of the Carroll College women's soccer team, very successful. And uh, he joins us now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline, Dave Thorvalson. Coach, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me. It's uh, it's always a pleasure to chat with you. Um, before we talk shop, how's uh, how's the fishing and the golf going this summer for you? You would like to think uh, I've gotten out a little bit more, but uh, having kids and wife stuck at home means there's more work for me to do at home. That is true, and it's probably a good thing for you. I mean, you need to be around the house and, and, and doing the yard work and all that, right? Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> so no fishing or just very little? I've gotten out a little bit. Okay. Uh, I was lucky enough to be up in the Cal State area last week doing some recruiting and did a little bit of fishing while I was up there. How has recruiting changed over the last four months, five months? Well, a lot of phone calls, a lot of video, and then uh, a lot more conversations with uh, club coaches and high school coaches trying to get a feel for these players. Without a season, um, without a spring season to, to scout and, and to look at these players, how has that been? Uh, how has that affected? Because you can't see them in person. You know, for, for us, spring's our main recruiting cycle. So I got out in February to a big tournament and then was getting ready to go to one in March when everything hit. 
Um, so now everything's turned over to watching just a ton of video. And, you know, kind of like I said, instead of getting to watch them play in person and try to read their personality a little bit, you're, you're relying more on communication with coaches and, uh, you know, connections or friends that you might have to those clubs. There is a difference, right? I mean, watching video, you can watch all the video you want, but like you said, getting their personality in person, what they're like on the field, you don't always see that on video. No, I always like to, you know, I'd like to say even I could still look good on video. Um, you know, <laughs> it's, it's hard to, to figure out the level of competition sometimes and the speed of play um, versus watching it live. So it, it definitely makes it a little more difficult. And, of course, you don't get to see how they react with their teammates and, and opponents as well, uh, attitude-wise. Dave Thorvalson joining us. He is the Carroll College women's soccer coach going into what, year um, 16? Uh, I think it's year 17. 17? Okay. Um, somewhere in there. Somewhere, yeah. You're almost approaching 20, which is a, a long time. Uh, you've had a lot of success. Let's, uh, let's chat now about the Cascade Conference's decision because for those that don't know, their football teams, Southern Oregon, C of I, and Eastern play in the Frontier, but for Frontier, it's softball and soccer play in the Cascade. And the Cascade made the decision early to move fall sports, and no later than, or no earlier than November first. Looks like a spring season. Um, how tough were those conversations that you guys, as coaches and ads, all had uh, over those the, the last couple of months about that? You know, I, it's tough. Everybody wants to play. Uh, I want to. I want to practice. I want my team back. I want to have access to them. Um, and obviously, the competition side is important as well we were supposed to open up in conference in Seattle. So one of my questions all along kind of going through this was how, how are we going to manage um, going to Seattle, going to Portland, going to some of these areas that are definitely um, in a way different state um, with COVID than we are here in Montana. And I think the presidents eventually answered those questions for us. They didn't feel comfortable hosting or traveling out of those areas. And, and I think that, that's uh, continued the process of everybody else talking, and here we are today getting ready for a spring season. Do we know when that's going to start? So uh, the Cascade Conference ultimately is one of the – it was the first NAI conference to make this decision, and they weren't far behind quite a few Division three and some Division two conferences as well. Mm-hmm. And we're starting to see kind of the domino trickle effect come down with uh, NCAA Division two making a decision not to have um, championships in the fall of this next year. I think it's still a work in progress. They're still kind of waiting to see how everything's going to go. Um, I haven't been involved in the conversations. It's not in my pay grade. Um, but I would suspect that we're talking March and April um, for our conference season and, uh, you know, trying to figure out some of the finer points from that. How will that affect the upcoming spring recruiting season if you're playing during then? You know, that, that's a good question. Um, I've never had a fall off for, God, almost 25 years between uh-huh. playing and coaching, so it's going to be weird to have one off. Uh, most of my conversations have been that I'm going to get to watch quite a bit of, hopefully, high school soccer, you know, this fall, and uh, do my best to find some of those those uh, little nooks and crannies to go find players that other people aren't looking at. Um, but it's just going to be a day-by-day, week-by-week to see what the spring looks like from a recruiting perspective as well. So if I can't get it done, I'm going to have to go out and get some done. Dave Thorvalson joining us. He's the Carroll College women's soccer coach. By the way, I'm wearing one of my Saints soccer shirts right now. 
Nice. Yeah. Comfortable. They are. This is, uh, I think this was from two years ago. It's got the, 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 the field. Um, oh, yeah. The pitch. Nice. It's got the pitcher and the pitch. Yeah. Um, so let's go back to, uh, to, to, to all of this because, um, we don't know if there's going to even be a high school season. We don't know what the future holds. We don't even know what the future holds for the spring, to be honest with, uh, with everybody. But as you move ahead, how, I mean, you normally right now would have players either reporting or have reported. You'd be getting ready. You'd have had a summer season in the in the weight room and all this. It's obviously tough not seeing the girls. Um, take me through your emotions the last couple of months because you would be normally getting ready. Well, you know, we're still doing some things to get ready. So I've spent uh, probably the last week and a half cleaning locker room up, um, getting the lockers ready for a freshman. Uh, our equipment's still um, coming in. Um, COVID has put that behind a little bit as well, so that's a it's an interesting process. But um, you know, the weird part is our normal check-in date would have been August eighth, so we would have been checking in this weekend. Mm-hmm. So I would have, I literally would have been probably trying to get one last uh, round of golf in and, <laughs> and one more one more morning on the river, and then turn all your all my attention over to you know preseason and and the upcoming games, but. Um, now we're just kind of, kind of like I said, it's a kind of a day by day, week by week to to see how things continue to um, evolve. Uh, I want this to to sound the right way, and I, I mean it's not sexist, but women have a different mentality competitive wise. And you and I have talked about this a lot. It, it's harder to coach women than it is men sometimes. Sometimes it's easier, however. Um, but these are girls that are in you know eighteen to twenty two years old that have no idea what has just hit them in the last couple of months. How tough have those conversations been with the mental aspect of dealing with a women's soccer team? Um, my assistant coach, Megan O'Connell, has done an amazing job um, from March all the way up to this point. We were doing Zoom meetings um, either in small groups or as a team uh, at least once a week. And then as we went into summer and, and people going back home in summer jobs, we were, we were still doing it every couple of weeks. So staying connected um, that way, uh, I think emotionally that's big um, for any player, let alone our players or female players to still continue to feel that, that need and want um, from the team side. And then, you know, ultimately uh, there, there's two things that we're trying to do to get ready for a season. Uh, as a coach, we want to be here for our players in whatever capacity that may mean. And if they want to prepare and get ready for a season, then also, um, you know, treating treating this semester and how we interact with one another and what we do um, and, and be young adults all the way through the process. Dave Thorvalson, our guest here, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. Um, that's another question is the University of Providence is going online only, and it appears that they're not going to have any fall sports, um, including volleyball, but that would affect possibly their soccer program getting ready because they've got pretty good soccer teams up there, and I know you're close with the, with the coaches up there, but um, as good of a rivalry as it is, you know, being in-person learning or online learning is just as a, a mental problem as well. And have you talked to the Providence coaches? Because I know Carol's hoping to be on campus. Providence is not going to be on campus. Well, obviously, you know, our potential advantage is is that uh, school starts Monday, August 17th. Uh, Our 
our fall sports athletes will start checking in next week and all of our all of our students will be back next weekend and class starts Monday. From a soccer perspective, uh, the conference is going to let us start practicing in mid-September okay. and a school like Providence who's not going to be on campus obviously loses quite a bit from that. You know, the benefit for us is we were going to implement a change in our system of play last spring. Uh, and now, theoretically, we should have a little bit of time to do it this fall in preparation for our competitive season next spring. That makes a lot of sense. That's why, you're, that's why you've been there so long. You're a smart coach. Well, I, I figure as long as I sound smart, then I'm better <laughs> off than a lot. I like it. Dave Thorvalson joining us here, uh, Jason Walker Show. Um, you did sign a pretty good class. Take me through it. Uh, we got seven incoming freshmen. We got three from Montana and four from out of state. Uh, uh, exceptional midfielder coming in from Great Falls, CMR. Two wonderful players from Billing Central Catholic. Uh, we have a young lady coming in from Boise, one from Pasadena, California, one from Spokane, Washington, and one from uh, Tri-Cities, Washington. Uh, all seven just they're great student-athletes, and uh, they fit a need um, for what we graduated last year. Um, how would you, going into, let's say there's no COVID, let's say none of this has happened, how would you shape up the, the Cascade Conference going into uh, what was supposed to be the fall season? Well, the Cascade Conference on the women's side last year was exceptionally strong. We had, uh, let me see, four teams in the national tournament, mm-hmm. uh, three of them advanced. Um, quite deep, two of them going really deep. Um, so, you know, for I would always like to say we're one of the top teams in the conference, but going into this next year, uh, I would like to think we'd be sitting in a position where we're looking at bullseyes on those teams that uh, did very well last year, and we're striving to get back to that point. You guys have won some conference championships, and uh, it, it's uh, always nice to win. What's it going to take to get back there? Uh, a soccer season first. <laughs> Okay. Um, yep. Okay. Besides that, <laughs> you know, this is why we um, get along so well. You're such a smart aleck. I love it. I, I am. Um, <laughs> you know, the the team puts in a lot of a lot of work outside of what people see. So our summer workout programs, um, time in the weight room, uh, fitness expectations coming into the season. Uh, I think lead us to be in a good spot when we do get a finally play soccer to put put together all the things we need to be as competitive as we can. And, and over the years, that's, that's proven to be pretty good. My, a big question is, Coach, moving these, uh, these sports and these seasons from fall to the spring and then turn around, possibly be done in you know late May, early June, and then turn around and get ready again for potentially a normal 2021 fall season. How tough is that? Um, you know, I don't know how to answer that question, but I'm glad I'm not a football team playing in the spring who's beating up each other and then turning around trying to get ready for fall. Um, you know, for us, it's, it's fitness and touch on the ball. And theoretically, you're going to be a little sharper just because you were in a more competitive season in the spring getting ready for fall. But I've never been through something like this, so I'm not 100% sure how to, how to say, um, you know, what that will be like. That's a pretty good answer of non-answering it because nobody knows. Nobody's been through this. 
Agreed. <laughs> How much have you talked to other coaches across not only the Cascade but across the country? Just how are they dealing with it, and how are they preparing their teams for for all of this unknowns? Well, I think the I think there's no surprise that the coaching world is actually quite small. You get to know coaches from all over the place um, and have conversations with you know, with coaches in areas that just know that they're not going to be able to play versus ones that are, are hoping and praying that the season goes on. Um, I think the biggest thing is, is we really look at ourselves from a coaching perspective as being uh, another element of the educational process of being in college. And we're, we're, you know, you're nervous that not having time with your players um, may take away from that, that overall opportunity over their four years in college. It's tough because I've known you for about seven years, and you you're, you give so much to your team and protecting those girls and making sure that you know they have the best opportunities. I can't imagine you know having being you with twenty five you know extra extra kids basically each and every season, um, and not being able to to be around them. That's just that's tough. It'll. It'll be an interesting fall. I'm, I'm excited for the first time we can get together as a group and just have a conversation uh, and not look at each other on a Zoom screen and then, you know, kind of move forward on, on how and what we can and can't do, both, you know, from a classroom perspective to a practice perspective and how we approach um, navigating COVID as we continue to go through this. Well, I need a new Carol shirt, soccer shirt. So, well, we didn't have camp got canceled. Where do you think those the, those shirts usually come from? Camp. So I'm trying to work out the logistics on that as well. Uh, I, I I just love chatting with you. We need to go golf now that you have some time. You're not going to be you know. We, let's get out golfing now that I'm I have a voice. I'm not dying of uh, COVID. Fair, so fair let's enough. get out there. Um, good. Yeah, I'll get a hold of you and uh, we'll chat. I I always enjoy talking with you. I miss our conversations because. Uh, just coming out and hanging out in your office with no interviews is always uh, is is always fun too. Sure, and, and yeah, it'd be nice to have people around this building. Are they are they allowed in the building? So we're I mean we're operating in small groups um, of allowing our athletes to come in and be able to do some weightlifting and some other stuff. Um, NAI has restricted um, what we can do from a practice perspective, um, so that that's definitely changed a little bit. But yes, uh, you know we're. We're, we're functioning in small groups as best as we can. You're back in that, that, that dungeon with Coach Mo Boyle and, and Doug Mello. Um, have you seen much of Mello at all this summer? Uh, well, I have seen a fair amount of Mello. I did some recruiting up in the Kalispell area right. uh, last week and was able to stay at his, uh, his getaway home in Eureka. Oh, nice. nice. And um, he's, he's been in the office this week, so, uh, you know, Get, get caught up on all those all those things we were missing, and both of us theoretically were preparing for our players to be here, and we still are. So uh, it's it's still go time for getting ready for school to start. What about Mo? You seen her? Mo has definitely been around. Um, I, I know that uh, uh, they're on pins and needles as uh, mm. Frontier Conference volleyball should be making their decision in the near future and um, trying to figure out how to how to go with all that happening. Well, when you catch some, uh, some big trout, bring them over. I've got the Traeger. We'll smoke them. We'll have a, a, a good fish fry, and then uh, we'll go golf the next day. 
<laughs> Perfect. Sounds like a deal. All right, Coach. I appreciate the time. It's always a pleasure to chat with you. And uh, take care. Stay safe. And, and we'll talk soon. All right. Thanks for your time, Jason. Yep, thanks. That is uh, head coach of the Carroll women's soccer team, Dave Thorvalson, joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. It's got to be tough. I, you know, and, and, and I know so many great coaches in the state um, from high school to college, and, and Coach Thorvalson is one of the many, every coach is like this, that cares so deeply and so much about his players that not being able to have them on campus and, and be around and interact every day is just, it, it's, it's just, it's, it's killing him. And it's tough because it's, it's so hard as a coach because you, you put so much into those kids, not just the academics and not just the athletics, but the life. And you get to know these kids on such a personal basis, especially as a coach. But man, I, I, I just, uh, I feel for the coaches and uh, the players across uh, uh, across the country that are in the same boat as uh, as Carroll women's soccer, men's soccer, Providence, which may not even have sports. Ooh, we got some good thunder roaring outside. Thunder roars head indoors to the major mortgage man cave, which we are. Um, we'll talk to Coach Thorvalson more. And uh, what a great guy. What a great coach. And he's done great stuff with uh, Carroll College um, women's soccer. The graduation rates, unbelievable. And uh, it's funny because we, we joke about the shirts, but he had a onesie uh, he gave my daughter when she was born. And you think about colleges, and you're like, eh, they shouldn't. Why, are, why do you have onesies? And he goes, well, I've been coaching so long that a lot of my players now, you know, are having babies that it's kind of cool to have the onesie. So uh, we got the Carroll women's uh, soccer onesie. Well, maybe put that up here in the, in the man cave. But anyway, thanks to Coach Thorvalson for joining us. Uh, here on uh, the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right, we're going to come back. When we do, uh, the AA for uh, Montana, MHSA, has has something to say, and something's going on, and it's not necessarily a good thing. And we'll also maybe have a Big Sky update. Will there or will there not be Big Sky football and all their fall sports? We'll find out next when we return return here on the Jason Walker Show. Stay with us. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rockers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rockers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rockers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. 
Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. I'm done with this. Thinking about trying something new? The Montana Air National Guard has so many exciting career fields to choose from, many that can open up opportunities in your civilian life. The best part? You'll be getting paid to learn a new trade skill right here at home. What are you waiting for? Let's get you in school and get you paid. Contact Lee Fecto at 406-788-8962. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then Give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces. Stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Final segment on a Thursday, Jason Walker Show, inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Segment brought to you by Mark LaRoe Photography. This picture right here, right off my left shoulder. You can purchase that. MarkLaRoePhotography.com. You mentioned the Jason Walker Show, you'll get 20% off. It's a fantastic photo. It was taken on July the 3rd at Ennis at the uh, NRA Rodeo. The horse... Is, um, what was the name of the horse? JD Foxy Roan. And, uh, it's from the, uh, Dems Ranch south of Venice. Jennifer Lance is the rider. That is Jennifer. That is JD Foxy Roan, the horse. And that is a great photo for Mark LaRoe Photography. Go to MarkLaRoePhotography.com. Book your senior, uh, family portrait, any portrait. Get a free 8x10 or, uh, matte print by mentioning the Jason Walker Show. 8x10 canvas. Good rain falling here outside the Major Mortgage Man Cave and uh, having a great time on a Thursday. All right, so we do not have yet. Oh, man, you can really hear it. That is rain hitting the window outside the, the studios here. Man, good storm coming down. They said it was going to happen today. So there you go. All right, we'll battle through. Hey, um, we got On This Day in History coming up and uh, a bunch more. So the Big Sky Conference, there's a couple of reports that came out today. Uh, Twitter blew up with it uh, a couple of hours ago that said um, the Big Sky was going to cancel its season. 
Well, then it came out that that actually not true yet because the was it the board of presidents, the president's council is voting on it right now as we speak on whether or not to have a fall sports season in the big sky and what it means and what they're going to do. Now, there are some uh, reporting Skyline Sports. Colter Nuan is one of the first to say this, that the, and Brian McLaughlin as well, that the athletic directors in the Big Sky, remember there's 13 schools in eight states. This is the biggest conference. It's also the best conference, but it's the biggest conference in FCS. Uh, and we'll focus on football here. So the ADs are proposing from what Colter Nuanis is reporting, along with a couple others, that they play three non-conference games in the fall and then an eight-game conference schedule for the Big Sky in the spring. And I'm not sure how feasible that is, but uh, you have to... I mean, the athletic directors want to have a season, obviously. Everybody wants to have a season. The coaches, players, everybody. What will it look like with fans? Will there be fans? Will there not in the stands? And this is, again, just for football. This doesn't include all the other fall sports that are part of this decision on if they get moved to the to the uh, spring or not. But if there are no sports or no fans in the stands, how does that affect the bottom line? Well, it's huge. How does it affect a school like Eastern Washington, whose president just resigned? We know that academics, the academia in Cheney, want athletics gone. Um, financially, because Eastern Washington, for instance, is losing its non-conference pay game at Florida, I think it was $750,000 that EWU was supposed to get. Well, that's that's a big part of the budget, and it's not there. So it is Eastern Washington. How do they sustain? These are, these are not just simple decisions that anybody can throw out and say, okay, well, we can move to the spring, no big deal. We don't need fans in the stands, no big deal. It is a big deal. So this is something worth keeping an eye on. I don't know if we're going to have an announcement here in the next 14 minutes or not, but the, uh, this, is a, this is a meeting that's going to take into the evening, I bet. Started at 4, uh, scheduled. But what happens? We'll have Sam Herder on from Hero Sports FCS tomorrow. Uh, we'll get a decision, hopefully, from the Big Sky. But if the Big Sky says no football until the spring, that means no FCS playoffs, more than likely. Because that 50% threshold, and we've talked about it in the NAI, we've talked about it now in NCAA. Division two and Division three already canceled fall sports. There's not going to be a fall sports championship season. They didn't cancel fall sports. They canceled the, the championships. But if you're a, if you're a student-athlete, and there's nothing to play for. Do you want to play? It's a big question. You have the ability to opt out, which is what a lot of players are starting to do amongst the Power Five and smaller levels as well. And you retain your scholarship. So we'll keep an eye on that. There was news as well, though, about the AA in Montana. The AA football season affected because according to athletic directors... And uh, MHSA Executive Director Mark Beckman, and uh, Anthony Knockreiner was the first to report on this, uh, does a great job up with the flathead. Uh, but everybody, uh, I confirmed it through a couple of coaches. A lot of people confirmed this, and it's uh, it's true that the Class AA football season 
is not going to start August 28th like it was supposed to. The Class AA football season is going to start September 11th, and two games are getting taken away, the non-conference portion of the schedules. Planning to play a seven-game conference schedule, which still is up in the air as well. Now, the board of directors at AMHSA and all of their illustrious wisdom has to vote on this, but it would be all sports except golf. Obviously, they don't play conference in golf. But all non-conference games would be affected this fall. That includes volleyball. So here's a question. How in the heck? Because they don't want they don't want two-day events. They only want one-day events. So that means no overnights. So how does that affect teams like Helena and Capital, Glacier and 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 uh, Flathead, for instance, just as an example, when they play volleyball, Helena High and Capital go up to the Flathead, play Glacier one night, Flathead the next, and vice versa. How does that affect? Because they can't have overnights. So now you're putting more travel in because potentially you go up on a Friday, play Flathead if you're Helena High. Capital plays Glacier, and then you come home Friday night and then turn around a week later and go back up and face the other teams? Or do you drop some conference games to where you do a little bit like football does? If you play at Flathead, you host Glacier. So instead of 20 conference games, now you only have 10. These are something to keep an eye on. And the athletic directors across Class AA approved these changes today. Now it's up to the MHSA Board of Directors. And a lot of it is because, especially football, what are they going to do? Because uh, the clarification, according to Chuck Merrifield from Buta, the athletic director there, trying to get clarification from the governor's office on the 50-person limit, which is where we're at in Phase 2 of Montana's reopening plan. A Class AA football with just 50 people is pretty unfeasible when you consider the players on both teams, the coaches, sidelines, personnel, everybody. So that's affected. And soccer would be affected as well because, again, the overnight trips, how do you, how do, you do it? And then, of course, the MHSA is in Tier 1. Everything is scheduled to be started as uh, on time. But Mark Beckman uh, told 406MTSports.com today that MHSA is not in Tier 2 right now, regardless of what some people on Twitter think that their uh, journalists or broadcasters want to say. Not in Tier 2 right now. They're still just in Tier 1, which means everything is a plan is a go for practice and, and stuff. Now, competition dates are going to get moved back because you're losing – non-conference matches and games. It's crazy, folks. And we still don't know if it's going to happen in its entirety. We don't know if we're going to have high school sports yet. We're planning on it. We're all hoping on it. But we don't know yet. Same as the big sky. There are so many unknowns right now that nobody knows. The only known thing right now is that nobody knows. Uh, it's so crazy. So crazy. Um, 
Speaking of crazy, the Great Falls Chargers knocked out the Missoula Mavs today at the State AA Legion Tournament and uh, in Billings. And so Great Falls stays alive at uh, the AA. Helena taking on Kalispell right now. Helena threw a no-hitter yesterday. Cy Miller and Tyler Tenney combining on it. We talked to Cy Miller earlier in the show. If you missed anything, you can listen to it again, jasonwalkersports.com. JasonWalkerShow.com. What's our address? It's at JasonWalkerShow.com. <laughs> oh, my goodness. JasonWalkerSports at gmail.com is the email. Yeah, JasonWalkerShow is the website for the show. So you can go on uh, after and we'll, uh, you can listen to Cy Miller's interview if you missed anything. Or Dave Thorvalson, who joined us a little bit earlier on as well. Senators leading Kalispell. Uh, last report, one nothing through the first inning down there at Taylor. The... Uh, Class A is going on, and Haver beat Billings in the first game today. So there's that. And uh, the A is being held in Lewistown. So there you go. All right, let's do, while we wait for the big sky, we're going to be waiting until tomorrow. But let's do on this day in history. It is uh, August the 6th. 2020. It is National IPA Day. It is National Fresh Breath Day. It is National Root Beer Float Day. Man, miss root beer floats. National Wiggle Your Toes Day. And every time I hear Wiggle Your Toes, I hear Nicole Kidman telling me this. In Nicole Kidman's voice, Wiggle Your Toes. Remember in Days of Thunder when Cole Trickle and Rowdy Burns got mixed up at Daytona? Got in the big crash, and uh, they both ended up in the hospital. And during the the dramatic hospital scene, and you have Nicole Kidman, the doctor, um, telling Cole, "Wiggle your toes" in her Australian accent. Yeah, so it's Wiggle Your Toes Day, <laughs> nineteen oh eight. St. Louis Cardinals Johnny Lush tossed his second career no hitter. Nineteen thirty seven. This would never happen in this day and age. But it's interesting. In 1937, Major League Baseball overturned New York Yankees' win over Cleveland. Why? Umpire error. you imagine that? Uh, 1948, 17-year-old American Bob Mathias scored 7,139 points to edge out a uh, dude from France by 165 points in the decathlon at the London Olympics to win gold. Also in 1948 at London, Dutch super-athlete Fanny Blankers-Cohen won the 200-meter to become the first woman to claim three individual track and field gold out of games. She'd already won the 100 and the 80-meter hurdles in London. 1953, Ted Williams returned from military service in Korea. He ended the season in 1953 with an abbreviated 407 batting average. Remember he hit 406 in 1941 and did not win the uh, triple or the... Uh, Player of the Year, Joe DiMaggio did, because he hit in 56 straight games. 1972, Hank Aaron would hit his 660th and 661st home runs. That would break Babe Ruth's record of home runs for one team. Ruth hit a ton, for obviously, for the Yankees. He also hit some for the uh, Boston Red Sox and the Boston Braves. But Hank Aaron with uh, uh, his home runs for the Atlanta Braves. 1984, Carl Lewis wins a long jump, his second of four gold medals at L.A. Olympics. Um, one death to report on this date. 2015, Louise Suggs passed away. Now, Louise Suggs 
was an American golfer. She was great. How great? 11 majors. Won the U.S. Open in 1949 and 1952. She died at 91 of natural causes. Louise Suggs was the co-founder of the LPGA. Great organization. Uh, on this day, 1960, Chubby Checker performed his version of The Twist on the Dick Clark Show. And a worldwide dance craze started and broke out and would never be the same. I interviewed Dick Clark once. I interviewed uh, Chubby Checker once, too, in Vegas. Um, both in Vegas. It was pretty cool. Uh, Dick Clark was great. Great time to interview. That was back in, what, 2004? At the ACM Awards. So much fun. So much fun. Um, got a great question just posed on Facebook. And we'll try to answer this tomorrow. We'll try to find out. But, Howard, that is a great question. He says he's thinking that teachers will strike at some point in the school year. If that happens, what then happens to high school sports? Interesting question, Howard. Glad you posed that. If teachers strike, because a lot of teachers don't want to go back. They don't feel safe in the classrooms. And you look at what happened in Georgia. A second grader who had COVID went to school on the first day of school Later tested positive that day, unknowingly had COVID, went to school, and then now the whole class is in quarantine. That's just one class. And it's going to happen, folks. People are going to be sick. But I know that you know a lot of school districts, I think Lewis and Clark, or Helena included, right now is looking at, what, two days in-person, three days off-campus learning? There's a lot of questions that need to be answered here in the next couple of weeks that nobody's going to be able to answer. We're just going to be left hanging because that's nobody has any answers. And it's frustrating. It's tough. I get it. You know, we don't have a school-age kid right now, but we're dealing with this question from daycare. What if, what if our daycare has one or two people get sick? Because it's not just about the number of deaths, people. It's about the cases, and it's the number of cases. And it's it's about the fact that we don't know the long-term effects of COVID. We don't. Nobody does. Lung, heart issues already being proven. But do you want your young kid to get sick for the rest of his life, her life? Nobody does. Yes, I know, Howard, there's going to be several kids that go to school with COVID. I just said that. It's going to happen. But then those classes and those schools are going to have to be quarantined. You're not going to be able to go back for 14 days. If one person in one classroom has it, the whole the classroom has to be quarantined. A lot of questions I'm selling you, people that nobody has an answer for, and it's frustrating for everybody involved. I get it. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Walk-off is presented by Cafe Zydeco, 625 Euclid in Helena. Give them a call or stop by. Great food from breakfast, lunch to dinner, and uh, open today from 11 to 8 and uh, tomorrow they'll be open 11 to 8 as well. Stop in. Shrimp etouffee. You know what else? I talked about that before. The catfish is amazing. Oh, had that a couple of weeks ago. So good. Well, a few weeks ago now because I was in quarantine for two weeks without a voice. 
No COVID, though. I do not have COVID, which is good. At least for most people. May not for me, for you. I don't know. Hey, Cy Miller, congratulations. Him and Tyler Tenney tossed a no-hitter yesterday. Cy joined us earlier on the Jason Walker Show. Appreciate him joining us from Billings. Dave Thorvalson, Carol Women's Soccer Coach as well. You can go to jasonwalkershow.com if you missed anything. We have no answers in the big sky. Will there or will they not play? Hopefully we find out tomorrow. We'll talk to Sam Herter from Hero Sports FCS and maybe some surprise guests as well. Jason Walker Show, Inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. We're back again tomorrow. We'll see you at 4. Have yourself a great Thursday night. Stay dry, stay safe. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy. Enjoy.